You're listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast. Welcome back. In this month's episode, I am sitting down with District 4 Court Administrator Laura Kindison to talk about her experience as a clerk of court, a DCA, and how distributive workload processing between counties is not only streamlining work for judicial employees, but improving court services for Iowans as well. Thank you for joining me today, Laura. Before we get started, tell me a bit about your path to the courts. Well, um, I went to the University of Northern Iowa and um, I got up my bachelor's in Spanish. And shortly after I graduated, I saw the post for, um, I think it was a judicial clerk at that time position in Pottawatomie County. And so I applied for that. And I think probably my Spanish helped me get that position just because um, that was back in 2002. And so the Spanish speaking population was starting to grow in our area and the need for that um, language bridge was becoming more prevalent in the Omaha Council Bluffs metro area. So it really helped. I I started um, in a small claims area, but then got moved over to the traffic area and just, you know, helped customers with tickets, payments, that kind of thing. But also, of course, with any um, Spanish speaking needs within the the clerk's area of um, jurisdiction and, and just helping customers in that way. So that's where I started. And then A few years later, um, I was promoted to lead worker and then was able to um, get the trial court supervisor position when my supervisor retired. And then shortly after, the um, clerk of court retired and then I um, applied and was appointed for clerk of court in Pottawatomie County and that was in 2017. And as you mentioned, you were a clerk of court before taking on your current role as district court administrator for the 4th District. So tell me a bit about your duties as a clerk. There was a lot of, um, I think, a lot of quality assurance. You know, you want to make sure that your staff is doing things correctly and accurately um, according to what the courts need assisting customers, assisting judges, assisting attorneys as as best we can and what's appropriate. In Pot County, there was about 28 staff. So I was supervising um, about about 28 people um, directly and indirectly because we had two trial court supervisors at that time. And then um, just a lot of, like I said, quality assurance, checking reports, making sure that we were um, up to par as far as financial standards, making sure there were Um, balancing within the monthly um, duties that way and um, just getting ready for the audit every year. Um, I also served on um, some different committees. Um, Financial committee was one of them and I I really enjoyed the financial committee just because financial, I kind of always clicked with financial and it was really great to be around like-minded people on that committee and, and just know what things were coming down the pike as far as financial changes and how that was going to affect the clerk's office. And then 2019, one of the other clerks in D4 retired and I was appointed as the Harrison County clerk as well. So had a a couple of years experience as a multiple county clerk of court, which was a little bit different for me, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And now as 
DCA or district court administrator, what do those job duties look like? And what was that transition like for you going from a clerk overseeing county courthouses to all of the counties in district four? Well, I will say I'm pretty new as um, district court administrator still, so I'm still learning a lot and having to rely on the other DCAs quite a bit um, throughout the state. And they're always very helpful whenever I have a question, just send out an email and they're always willing to supply any knowledge that they have and and can contribute. That's really nice to know that that help is there statewide Mm -hmm. because I've always relied on it in our district as well. Whenever we had a question within the clerk's area, um, either the big C or capital C clerk of court, as we call it, or the little C's clerks, um, we just always did a shout out. And so it's always nice to know that you've got peers or someone that you can reach out to and and ask questions. Um, As far as the transition, I think it was super helpful to have that clerk of court level knowledge just because I was exposed to um, protocols and code restrictions and that kind of thing that really helped to have that knowledge base coming into the court administrator position. What I didn't expect was to have, um, probably within my first month of service as a district court administrator, I had a district court judge um, retire and a district associate judge take that position and us needing to fill two district associate judge positions right off the bat along with the district judge position. So it's been a whirlwind of um, just getting to know commissioners, how to contact all those people, how to orchestrate Um, publications and announcements and so it's definitely been a good experience in in getting to know who exactly you need to contact and and where to contact those people within a district. Absolutely and Iowa's judicial branch has been working on this new system of distributive workload processing and District 4 has been a part of that for a while now. Can you tell me a bit about what this program is and what function it's serving? I will say D4 was, I think, one of the pilot um, districts, or at least we were one of the first ones to say, yes, we want to do that. However, we've had so much change over the last five years as far as personnel that we would get the ball rolling and then we'd kind of be like, okay, well, we need to um, restructure or um, refocus on this depending on um, the personnel and and where they were um, situated. So... Um, I think that set us back a little bit, but our focus has always been, you know, how how do we get our district, each, nine, each of the nine counties in our district kind of working together, um, getting the clerks and court admin staff kind of in sync a little bit on processes, um, especially the clerks, just because, you know, from county to county, someone might translate or interpret a filing a different way. Maybe they use a different kind of docket event code or they see it as um, needing handled in a different way. And so um, that distributive work process, the goal of that is to make sure that we're, all the counties are doing it the same way so that there's, it's all streamlined and Mm -hmm. and then there aren't um, any discrepancies when, you know, filers or attorneys or or judges even are coming to us and saying, how come this happened? Or how do you guys do this? Then any clerk in any county can answer that question. Um, And of course, the clerk's manual committee 
and the manuals themselves play a big part in that. And and the accounting committee too, which writes up the um, financial manual and the accounting manuals, um, that all helps to give us an actual sort, the clerk's an actual source on where to go for all that information. So, yeah. Great. And then what benefits have you seen um, firsthand or from um, your peers in District 4 about this this process or starting to get it rolling? Well, some of the other counties that previously had one clerk, so for instance, Cass Audubon and Shelby had one clerk for a while, and, and then the four southern counties each had one clerk per two counties. And so in a way, they were doing some of the things ahead of time just because they, you know, for instance, one clerk um, would have two or three counties and maybe that partic- one particular county might have a couple of people out sick or one person out sick and they needed coverage. And so they were able to pull a, an available clerk from another county and say, hey, can you cover for me in this county? And and so in a way they were doing that ahead of time. And so we want to take that idea and apply it to the whole district. And that could be actually pulling an actual, uh, a physical person and saying, hey, can you come up to this county and cover? Or just knowing that, um, you know, one clerk can can call another clerk and say, hey, I'm short in this county. Could one of your people just watch our queues and help with the filings on that on a certain day? And then um, the person that's actually left in the office can focus on phone calls and helping people at the counter, that kind of thing. As far as personal experience, I think as for, for myself, when I took Harrison County, they were still um, learning a little bit. They, they had some different personnel, um, in different departments. And so they were still learning some of the different case types. And so it was super helpful to have Pot County staff available to just be contacts. They, um, Harrison County was contacting Pot County, um, via instant messaging or email or even a phone call and just saying, Hey, how do you guys handle this? And so I was able to pair up, um, what I called phone a friend, um, Mm -hmm. people, you know, they, Harrison County could phone their friend down in Pot County and say, Hey, how do you, um, process this type of petition for instance? And, and so we, we just kind of lined it up that way. And like I said, I'm sure that's what the other clerks were doing in their counties as well. And so we're just trying to apply that district wide. And how will the, that distributive workload processing, how will those benefits transfer to Iowans who are accessing our court system? I, put my, I try to put myself in the place of someone coming to the court and needing something. And sometimes that's daunting. And that could be a domestic abuse issue or it could be... Um, you know, just paying a ticket or whatever. And if you're not familiar with the court system, it could be very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the code's intimidating. I mean, and I've worked with it for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to be able to go to your local courthouse, regardless of where you got a ticket, and that could be within that district or within the state, um, but just for distributive work processing for the sake of that, let's say, you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, resident of Pot County, but if I got a ticket in Fremont County, um, I could hopefully go to Pot County and say, hey, I got this ticket. 
I have no idea what to do. Can you help me? And Pot County can say, oh, yeah, you got this ticket in Fremont County. Um, I know that they offer a defensive driving course. You will have to check with their county attorney. Here's that number. Mm-hmm. And that's just a small example. But if you take that idea and expand it to the other case types, then hopefully, you know, the clerk staff or court administration staff um, would be able to say, okay, here's here's what I can do for you up to this point, and then here's the information that you need after that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of our goal for Iowans, but, and, and that would be for, you know, customers or pro se parties, but when we're able to streamline that information, that, that expands to how the attorneys access um, and, are, and use the e-filing system, for instance, um, as long as they're getting consistent answers district-wide, then there's not that question. Okay, well, I filed this in Harrison County this way. Why is Pot County making me file it a different way? Right. So we want to avoid that kind of thing. Right, kind of streamlining and using the, the same practices across the mm-hmm. district. Great. Right. And lastly, if you could leave our listeners with one takeaway about our judicial system here in Iowa, what would you like it to be? I think that our our judicial system is filled with people that enjoy the work. They are here because they like their jobs. They're here because they like to help people, whether that be um, the public or uh, each other or attorneys or their judges. I think we're all passionate about what we're doing and we want to do it right. And so... I think that applies, I think it's good for everybody to know that. I, mm-hmm. It's good for us as judicial employees to remember that we've got people that are just like us who are um, passionate about what we're doing. We just want to make sure we're doing it right and how do we find the answer to make it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also for the public because sometimes, you know, they're angry about what has happened to them and they're coming in and they want someone to take it out on. Um, but it it's helpful for them to know we we really like our jobs and we want to help. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your time with me today, Laura. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast hosted and produced by me, Marissa Gall. If you would like more information about Iowa's courts, you can visit www.iowacourts.gov. You can also follow the Iowa Judicial Branch on Twitter and YouTube at Iowa Courts. This episode of In the Balance is now adjourned. Until next time.